This is episode five of the 3D Community Church podcast, and I'm going to be doing this one as a solo podcast because our pastor, Charlie Hickman, is at the beach on vacation getting ready for the Super Bowl game of churches, which is Easter, right? So um, over the past few weeks, I have, I think, through doing this podcast and through getting around um you know, more people within the church and prayer breakfasts and uh, things like that. Through those things, I have really taken note of a couple of things and some changes in my own life. And um, I was going to go over three different things that have been recurring to me recently, have been occurring to me multiple times recently. And those three things are, you know, just how imperfect we are as people, as, you know, uh, sons of God who, you know, uh, fall short of the glory of God, um, how much we need accountability in our life and other godly people in our lives. And, and three, how, you know, not doing those things can quickly take you down the wrong path, which is the message from last week, you know, the paths that we choose to take um, ultimately uh, determine where we end up going, right? So um, the first one is, you know, we are imperfect people, right? Like, uh, so imperfect that, um, you know, Pastor Charlie was talking recently about how uh, Jesus, um, you know, talked to Simon, Peter, uh, talked to Simon right before, um, you know, he betrayed him and said, you know, you're going to betray me three times. You're going to deny me. And, And Simon said, like, no way. There's no way I'm going to betray you. There's no way I do that. No, I would die for you. I would go to jail for you. There is no way that that's going to happen. And I don't know about you, but if I was face to face with Jesus, right, the son of God, and he told me to do something like I'm going to do it. Right. And I'm sure Simon had every intention in that moment, got the full body chills, the goosebumps that he's like, no way am I ever going to betray you. But as soon as he got around the wrong people, he was in the park late at night, later that day, before the rooster crowed, hanging out with the wrong crowd, the wrong pressures, the wrong environment. Um, and they started talking about how they did not like Jesus. And they asked him, you know, if he was with him. And he was like, no, man, not me. I'm not with him. Denied him, right? And, and hours before that, he was face to face with the Son of God, right? Sometimes I think about how, um, you know, during Moses spoke directly to God, you know, Jesus's disciples spoke directly to Jesus and how I, you know, sometimes I think, man, it would have been easy to be a good person then, a good Christian then. You you talk directly to God. I'm going to do whatever God says to make him happy, right? I'm going to do whatever Jesus tells me to do. But even then, we are such imperfect people that these people sinned, fell short of the glory of God, even when they were almost in immediate presence of Jesus, right? So, we sin as well. We are imperfect people. We, uh, you know, fall short of the glory of God. But Jesus, you know, died on the cross for our sins to give us access to God without rituals or without, uh, you know, sacrifices that they had to do before to access God um, and give, gave us forgiveness, right? And so we are such imperfect people, but we have the ability to be forgiven every time we fail. So, you know, I'm extremely thankful for that. And I'm extremely aware that, uh, you know, uh, I'm extremely aware that we are imperfect and we lean towards 
sin, right? Like we have to work at being good Christians. We have to work at following the word of God. So that brings, brings me to my second thing. And my second thing is that, you know, finding people that hold you accountable, being around other godly people, being around the right influences matters, right? Because we lean towards sin, because we're such imperfect people, who is holding us accountable? How easy is it for us to be in the presence of God at church, to have a, a, a message in the sermon hit us in the heart, in the soul? We got full body chills when they sing the songs, you know, and we're like, man, I'm going to live my life right. I'm going to turn things around. I'm going to repent and turn away from the things I've been doing wrong. And then on Monday, we're right back around the wrong people. Or by Wednesday, nobody, we're not hanging around the people at church. We're not hanging around good influences and no one is holding us accountable. And we fall back, you know, to the ways and the things that we were, you know, trying to, to turn away from, right? Or we're not living up to our fullest potential in God's plan for us because we're not, we're working and spending our time on secular activities and secular things and the things that we think you know, uh, that we need and want, and we are not working toward, you know, uh, living our life and, and executing a plan um, that God has for us, right? So it's extremely important to get around the right people through things like the prayer, men's prayer breakfast, women's prayer breakfast, ladies night at church, the, you know, outdoor, um, 3D outdoors, you know, getting involved in the small groups and then rooted and putting ourselves around the right influences to develop relationships with other brothers and sisters in Christ that can hold us accountable. It is extremely important because if we're not around the right people to hold us accountable, we'll slip back into, you know, things that are suboptimal, less than, you know, optimal for how God intended us to, to live our life. And we're never going to be perfect, but because we know we are so imperfect, it's important that we do everything in our power to put ourselves in the right environment for growth and spiritual growth and, you know, furthering God's mission, which is to grow his kingdom. So that brings me to the third thing is that, you know, um, last Sunday, Pastor Charlie talked about paths and how Jesus, you know, started on a path getting on that donkey to ultimately lead to his crucifixion. And um, it had to be a tough path. He wept on the way in, even though people were screaming his name and, and saying, man, Hosanna, Hosanna, you, you know, uh, you are the highest, you are awesome, you are great. He's weeping because of how tough the journey he's about to go on is. Um, and the paths portion of this is like, you know, it is so easy to take the wrong path. It is so easy to take a path that we want rather than consistently asking God for guidance on what it is that he wants for us. And I give you an example in my own life that um, you know, I think I talked about this last week, but I'm going to say it again, that I started off the beginning of April and I'm in a real estate business and I looked at our May production numbers, our sales numbers for stuff that's supposed to close in May. And it was light. It was lower than anticipated. And in the past, I've always been like, okay, what do I need to do? Right. What, how do I need to grind? How can I work harder, get up earlier, make more calls, make more sales to fix that, right? To uh, increase our sales numbers. And I'm not saying I, I, I shouldn't do that, but my first thought the morning of that day was that, and, and I immediately thought like, stop stressing about it, right? Like God's got this, God has a plan for me. I've been putting in the work 
I've been in my Bible. I've been praying. I've been putting myself around the right people. That God has a plan. He's going to work this out. And so I just prayed, you know, and I, and I asked God for guidance on how I should spend my day and how I should spend my weeks and how I should, you know, work in a way that glorifies him. And it's one reason why I'm doing this podcast, even though Charlie's not here, that I feel like we've got a mission to do this. I feel like we're going to impact people with the, you know, with the words that we speak on this podcast and just in general in our efforts to grow God's kingdom. But God turned around and blessed me later that day. Phone, phone rings, right? Business comes in. People want to list their house. People want to buy houses, you know, and, and all since then, almost every single day, I've been blessed with opportunities that come and find me, even though, you know, I, I didn't go and grind as hard as possible without asking for guidance from God, which is what I would have done in the past. So in that same respect with paths, right, the last thing is sometimes the path we have to go on is hard, right? Like we live in a time, this is a quote I'm stealing from somebody and I might butcher, but we live in a time where there are actual dragons to be slayed, right? So perhaps some of us were born for just a time as this, right? That our world needs dragon slayers. We need people that will stand up and fight the hard fight. There are things that are going on in our world that, you know, as Christians, we do not agree with. There are things going on in our, you know, government sometimes that we do not agree with, with laws. There are things that are going on in school systems in, you know, areas very, very close to us, or maybe in our own school systems that we do not agree with, right? And there are things that are infiltrating our society and our kids and our thoughts that I know a lot of us talk about and, you know, cringe at. And, and I know that we don't agree with because they don't line up with God's word and how we, you know, um, and, and how God would like his world to uh, be acting. And Sometimes some of us are going to have to fight the hard fight. We're going to have to take the hard path. We're going to have to get on the back of a donkey, even though we know that path leads to crucifixion, leads to public ridicule, leads to, you know, very, very difficult situations for our earthly bodies here on earth. Sometimes we're going to have to, you know, even though we know that it's going to upset people and upset society and upset the public, we're going to have to stand firm in our faith and fight those hard fights. And all of this works together because if we are doing life together, right, as one of the three Ds of, of you know, 3D Community Church, um, then it's more likely that we're not fighting that fight alone, right? We're, it's more likely that we are united in our efforts and that the people of 3D Community Church, the people of faith in our community can stand together on issues and slay this dragon together. So I know we're about to be moving into you know, Easter um, and Easter is the Super Bowl for churches. And we have some really cool things planned at church with the Easter bunny there for kids, with you know candy there for kids, the Easter you know uh, egg hunt for kids. And sometimes you know people can get you know, a little iffy about using some of these secular things in a church setting, but um, Charlie said this, and I'm going to echo it again, that we were called to be fishers of men, and we got to use bait, and the bait is the Easter bunny, the, the bait is the Easter egg hunt, the bait is the um, thing that we're going to use to get people through the doors, and we need your help to get people through the doors, right? So I challenge you, right, on Good Friday, right, tomorrow, uh, when 
um, you know, we are preparing for Easter and hopefully a lot of us are, you know, in, in our prayers and in our Bibles, you know, thanking God for his son and what he did on these days so many years ago that you think of one person that needs to be asked to come to church. Think of one person who maybe has kids or maybe hasn't gone to church that's on your mind and reach out to them, give them a call, shoot them a text, right? Send them a message and, and ask them like, do you have somewhere to go on Easter? Then give them some bait. Our church is going to have the Easter bunny there with Easter egg hunt, free candy. It's going to be a really cool time. Got donuts. Um, you know, will you come? I'll save you a seat, right? Ask just one person. If everybody in our church or if even half the people in our church asked one person a day between now and Easter on Friday and Saturday, we'd have a whole lot of new faces and a whole lot of new opportunities for someone to feel the love of God, to turn away from their sins and to choose to do life together with the people of 3D Community Church. So that's all I got right now. As always, this podcast is designed to you know, give you an outlet to listen to God's word in the middle of the week, to pick up some of the things from the sermon and go deeper on them and give you a recap of what happened if you missed it or give you a way to share this with somebody else. In an effort to share this, please leave us a review, drop us a comment on the podcast platforms or YouTube or Facebook, wherever you watch this and help us spread the word of God. Uh, this is 3D Community Church Podcast, 3D Out.